You're listening to the Eat Scripture Podcast with Eric and Gina Robinson. Mm-hmm. And we are back today with another psalm. Yes. We're going to talk about Psalm 56 today. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. It feels like it should have been before now to me. <laughs> Does it? Like, because yeah. it goes, I think it goes with um, 52 a little bit. Uh-huh. I see. And yeah. When you're reading that yeah. top part, we'll talk about yeah. that. But yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway. Just, I will never understand exactly how they <laughs> exactly put it the all together. But, yeah, um, right. We won't, I don't think. Don't have to. Right. So um, we'll go ahead and get started. If you have any questions about the Psalms, about something mm-hmm. we're talking about, right. have comments, please let us know. You can go to eatscripture.com and you can send us a message there or you can send us an email. Our email addresses are on there. And we'd be glad to respond. Always. Um, so I think with that, we can go ahead and get started, you think? Yeah, love to. Okay, let's read it. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps, and they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape? In wrath cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise. In the Lord whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you. For you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from failing or falling that I may walk before God in the light of life. Mm-hmm. So he ends on what seems like a really good note. Well, what is a really good note? I don't want to take away from that. It's a really good note at the end. But leading up to that, obviously, we know he's in some desperate yes. moments. He's really talking, asking for God to come to him because he feels very oppressed by those who are out to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we go back then to the beginning of the Psalm to 56, the superscription of the Psalm, this, this part that's a yes. part of the text um, and, <laughs> and is letting us in on maybe very, you know, very likely somehow some kind of connection that uh, the Psalm has to some kind of historical moment. Mm-hmm. And so here, like you said, there's a connection between this and, and uh, Psalm 52. Right, because this one is generally linked to 1 Samuel 21, mm-hmm. 10 through 15, mm-hmm. where, and we talked about this when we did 52, but mm-hmm. uh, where David um, has gotten the bread from the priests right. for his men, and then they, uh, and, the, and the sword yes. of Goliath. Of, of Goliath, and they're and running away they from Saul. And they ran away, and they went yeah. to Gath. For some reason, yeah. where you know, seems strange, like strange. Where Goliath is from, yeah, and um, 
he realized it wasn't going to be a good place for him to hide out. That the enemies knew who he was and were yep. ready to take him. Yep. And so he started acting crazy, like crazy man. And they yep. finally were just ready to get rid of him. They just. Yeah, the king yeah. basically said, I don't need any more crazy people around here. I got right. plenty of those. And right. they kind of kicked him out. Yeah. Kicked everybody out. But the interesting part being that, of course, now we have another song that is linked to that. Yes, it says the Mictong of David when the Philistines seized him in Gath. Okay. So they seize him for a little bit. Then he acts crazy. Then he gets thrown out. And this is supposedly his prayer, one of his prayers that would be during that time where he's asking for God to protect him. Uh, And so, you know, could have easily written it after the fact. We just don't know how this all works. And so either way, uh, what we have kept here is something linked to that time in David's life. Uh, And the superscription is also very, um, Enigmatic. We don't know what that means when it says to the choir master, according to the dove on far off Terebinth. Yeah. Uh, I just read a little bit about that. Nobody really understands. That's right. not a musical term that we're familiar with. Right. Um, or that scholars are familiar with. So mm-hmm. not really. It's kind of, we just don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it seems like I just to thought me, I would bring that up because it is kind of weird. Mm-hmm, it is strange. Seems like to me it could most likely be, you know, just like a like a very well known tune of some kind, right. a well known like song that people would sing. And then this, this David is, wrote this according to that same yeah, style. Sing it to that tune. Yeah, so you could probably sing something it to like that. that. But we don't know. Right. We don't know. Just like you're saying. Okay, so we so now we kind of have that place in history we can at least sort of think, okay, that's probably somewhere in that area. Um, and then we start reading the psalm. And David starts by asking for God's grace mm-hmm. to be on him right now. Yes. So, so be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me all day long and an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. That's verse one and two. Yeah. So, now, if you can, words, if you're listening yes. to it all there, yeah, and it, and your Bibles, pretty much all of your Bibles will probably track pretty well through here because there's Hopefully. some distinctly, some very distinct um, parallelism being used by the Hebrew author. So I have three words that just jump out at me. Trample, well, more than three, actually four words all day long is um, two word phrase. So tramples all day long, attacker in verse one, trample all day long, attack in verse two. Those are the same mm-hmm. words. So it's hard to make it through verse one and two without seeing the parallel. Yeah, without, you're, if you're reading it out loud, yeah. you feel like you're reading the same thing twice. Right, kind of. yeah. So ABC, ABC, just a very clear forward parallelism there. And it has everything to do with how oppressed he's feeling. Yes. He feels utterly attacked, like they are on his heels, like he can't get away from them, like like he calls it being trampled on. He's being trampled on all day long, um, like stomped on. These are what my attackers are doing to me all day long. And so we can feel, you know, trying to feel the 
the oppression that he feels like he's un- right. under. Um, we've all kind of been there sometimes, but maybe not, you know, obviously <laughs> only a few actual. of us to the yeah. actual extent that David would be talking about. But nevertheless, and, and we don't want to lose sight of the fact either that all scriptures ultimately point us back to Jesus and he could feel this right. kind of oppression more than right. more than any of us would feel. So that's our first part. And if we let that, and I think that's a it's a good thing to maybe let that, like David Dorsey says in uh, Literary Structure of the Old Testament, he's broken this down into a five-part chiasm, mm-hmm. like you were sharing with me. This would be our part A. This would right. be our first part, just verses one and two. It's just this appeal our... to God to help him because he's being oppressed and it will go with the end. Yeah, when uh, which the isn't end. quite as clear as sometimes nope. to me, but nope. I see how they correspond. Yeah, and they correspond more in contrast right. than comparison. Because in this first part, he's feeling very trampled on and attacked. He's begging God to be there. Yes. But um, in the end, that. yeah, we'll see him. He feels like he's been delivered. Yes. And he's expressing thankful. great thanks to God. Yes, for being there for him. And so it's a it different walk, answer. even. That I may walk before God in the mm. light of life, and here He's being trampled. Trampled. I, I just think there may be something there. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I can totally see that. Very good. Um, so that would be our first part, verse one and two. Now, though, as we go into verse three and four, I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't. I didn't stress. I only said it for a second, but that all day long, I don't want to miss that in one and two. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's going to be used again in verse five all day long. It's the exact same phrase in verse five. He just feels like all day, every day. Right. This is 24 seven oppression. There's no relief. Right. Where's the relief? And so um, something that, yeah, we, we often feel that way. Right. Something is so pressing. When am I going to get a break? I got another, I just constantly being beaten down. Right by this thing in life and so this this psalm becomes relevant in the fact that we all experience those things that we think feel like are absolutely unrelenting it's all day, i think it's so good day. to think about this any scripture but i'm i'm seeing how we're we've already looked at this so far you see it in its original context and you think about how david was feeling mm-hmm. but we can also relate in some way mm-hmm. it relates to our life but also to look at it and think about how it relates to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we should do that with almost all of our scriptures. Oh, yes. Think about how that all relates. So I just wanted to say, mm-hmm. it's not just, we're not just pulling this out of a hat. This is the way it really <laughs> should be. Yes, exactly. It really should be. Dude, Jesus wanted us to do that. The scriptures well, you know. speak to us on many levels. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jesus makes so clear. That's what he wants us to do is look at it through lens of him ultimately um not just the lens of the original author but or really or how it applies to and us certainly then yes it is alive to us in our lives so very very important that we keep all these things in mind when i am afraid in verse three i put my trust in you in god whose word i praise in god i trust i shall not be afraid what can flesh do to me so Okay, all of a sudden now he's moving from this verses one and two. Oh, I'm just being attacked and trampled mm-hmm. all day. Oh, but there is a recourse. There is something I, I'm putting my trust in God. 
um, that when I'm afraid, I'm going to put my trust in you, God. He puts mm-hmm. it. He puts it in second person. He's addressing God directly. In verse four, it goes kind of to third person. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can right. flesh do to me? So, ultimately, this is this has got to be the place where He runs and where we run. All right. And that verse is a perfect example of. Uh, chiasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I love about a, a that. A tiny one. chiasm here. Yes, a tiny that we chiasm. See, I'm afraid, and then we it. It goes from afraid to, to trust, trust to God, and then from trust. God trust afraid. Right with the with very the right middle in between. Yeah, being in God, whose word I praise. The first line of verse four. Yes. It becomes the center of the psalm, whose word I praise. Uh, whose word the center I praise. of. Or the center this of the, this tiny chiasm, I'm sorry. Right. Yes, center of verses three and four would be whose word I praise. Um, wow, this word, yeah. this he, his word is worth praising. He's And of course, he's trusting in the word that God has promised to always be with right. his people, right. to never let go. And I see that to me, and we've seen this before in the psalms, I feel like, you know, like you're talking about the starkness of verse one and two is, oh, all day long, I'm trampled on, I'm attacked. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, but in God, I'm going to trust. Mm-hmm. When I'm afraid, I'll put my trust in God. It almost feels like a self-talk, you know, mm-hmm. like knowing this is what I need to do. And so I'm going to, I'm going to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm being attacked. But what, a, what, what do I do? When I'm afraid, I put my trust in God. Mm-hmm. In God, whose word I praise. Yeah. I'll trust and not be afraid. Yeah. And so when you say self-talk, you're using that in a positive sense, right? Like not just some sort no, of mantra I mean, that we use, but really kind of like how we should be. We mm-hmm. recite to ourselves the things that we know are true. And I see David yes. doing that in this Psalm, mm-hmm. even though he's in the middle of this terrible thing and he's afraid and yeah. uh, be feeling oppressed and maybe doesn't see a way out, mm-hmm. but he's going to recite the things that he knows are true from God's word. Right. And I, I can really, I love that because I think that's something very practical that we need to be doing. And yes. It's yeah. easy to get, you know, very so down that you, you just can't see yes, your way you out. And down by you life. forget the things that you know, that mm-hmm. you know, that you know. And so. Uh, really good point yes and so he is reminding himself of the only place that he really has to take as a mm-hmm. as a real sanctuary and that it is always going to be a true sanctuary it's the right one right. so um, in the end, when he says that then he can say what can flesh do to me yeah yeah they don't have any power here mm-hmm. god has got the power now you might uh, those who are listening may have noticed we're using the word god a lot we've mm-hmm. used it in verse one we used it in verse twice in verse four um we're going to use it again you know again as, as we walk through here multiple times um the word god 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 is going to be used to talk about god elohim, right. elohim. To talk about god um it's actually used nine times in this psalm and then once yahweh is used right one time in verse 10 yahweh is used and so that becomes uh i think we're supposed to see that the usage uh, right. that 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 it's made ten by the use of the word Lord, and so that's a big deal. I think that's poetic, wonderful poetic writing that he would use mm-hmm. God nine times and then secure it with that actual name of God, Yahweh, 
right. uh, would be make it 10. And so. of course, I think Elohim is used more because these are in the book of Elohim. It's Elohim, the Elohistic, Elohistic Psalms. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's perfect fit here. Okay. Um, so now as we go into verse five, we're entering into the center of our psalm, mm -hmm. you would say, right? Yes. I think I would see, I kind of uh, changed up Dorsey's just a little. I think I would see 57 as the center. Um, when you explained that to me, I thought that made sense. Yeah, actually. he included uh, five through nine a, which isn't bad. It no, just obviously. I just see this part five through seven just goes together so mm -hmm. strongly, and it feels like the middle because um, he's just talking about his enemies very specifically. Right, what they do to him. Right, they injure yeah. injure my cause. They're against me for evil. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps. They have waited for my life. And then he just ends it mm. with, for their crime will they escape? Mm -hmm. In wrath cast down the peoples, O God. Yeah. So it's all very enemy directed, mm -hmm. enemy focused in verses five through seven. Right. But there does seem to be a shift when you explained it to me too in right. verse eight. And he's talking he straight says, to God and he's talking about how God has kept account of his tears, yeah. his, his yeah. injuries, his tossings. Mm -hmm. He that what he's saying is God knows. Mm -hmm. He's watching. He's not ignoring all of this. Yes. And um it's my life is precious to him. Yes. We turn into more that how much God loves me. Yes. My life is precious to God. He is always watchful of me idea in verse eight. Whereas verse five through seven, like we said, very enemy focused. Mm -hmm very much on what they how they are oppressing him and please don't let them get away with this god right um, so then when he says hey you've seen all my tossings you've kept my tears in a bottle mm -hmm. uh then my enemies will turn back yes. in the day when i call yeah so he's seeing oh yeah i know god you know loves me he's, he's gonna totally watch now for me this. yes i think and that. then he says this i know that yeah. God is for me. And I think that's in direct contrast to this first five where it says all their thoughts are against me for evil. Yes. Um, okay. And and all that whole part five through seven, then he stops and he says, this I know mm. God is for me. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's God who's for me. That's the difference. That's right. the big difference. Yes. I see that. So. Well, back to verse five through seven for just a little bit. Um, that's the, We've also got here just this whole idea. He's describing this again, this idea of never having a moment's peace. And he doesn't want his enemies left unpunished right. in verse 7. Um, for their crime will they escape, says in verse 7. In wrath, cast down the peoples, O God. Cast down the peoples. It's not going there like Gentiles. It's just masses of peoples who are against him. Uh, um, in Hebrew. And so now that we've got, we're watching him be very, what what's called um, imprecatory, uh, an imprecatory way of talking in this psalm, where he's asking God to, to take vengeance on his enemies, where he's asking to God to take up his case and do something punishing to his enemies. And so we're not maybe... We get to parts like this, and this is what kind of rankles us about. Ooh, I'd like to, a lot of times I can hear Jesus in the Psalms, but it's really hard when it comes to stuff like this. But the fact is, 
God does bring justice. He does bring justice. Jesus brings justice. Jesus, when he came, he didn't come the first time. He came in meekness and he came in um, peace and and brought forgiveness uh, through utter abasement of himself, just allowing himself to be even killed. But he makes clear that when the Son of Man returns, it will be obvious to all and he will return in power. You will see the Son of Man come in power on the clouds of heaven is what he tells right. uh, to the Pharisees. So get ready. You know, you're not, you know, this time, this is your hour. You can put me to death. This is the hour of darkness, but it's not always going to be like this. And, and so we know even, he's a God of justice and he is a God. Of and justice. that is very important. And so this David is calling for justice. Here. Mm-hmm. Yes. A hundred percent what he's calling for and what he wants. So, just keeping that in mind too. Yes, these imprecatory psalms, I know it may be hard for us to read that sometimes when the psalmist cries out, please, you know, do something, crush my enemies, whatever. Um, It can sound really harsh sometimes, but the fact is God is ultimately going to be a God of justice. And the best way to probably read a lot of those is to hear it in a more spiritual sense. God Mm -hmm. will put down all the spiritual forces of evil. Men don't always pray the right prayers about where the evil is, which Jesus made clear to us. We don't always understand what justice is. I should say Paul made clear to us probably your fight is not against uh, flesh and blood, right. but against the powers and the principalities of darkness. And so that's that's very much where we can write like this about those who are oppressing us. The fact is God knows where the true oppression comes from. And, uh, and that's what we're really asking for. Certainly that's what Jesus was asking for. Um, now, of course, they're not going to escape for their crime. Ultimately, God will bring justice. For mm-hmm. then verse 8 now, like you had said already about this, God is the one who's watching over. God's keeping track. God knows exactly what you've suffered, and he knows exactly how to bring about justice. He knows the grace you need right now and how to win. It's going to be time to come in uh, with justice. Right. And I think Revelation 6, 10, and 11, I've done a lot of Revelation study lately, but this goes directly with that where you have the martyrs crying out from under the altar, Lord, how long, how long, how long will you wait before you? Mm. Uh, And, and he, of course, uh, gives them an, an encouraging word, but also lets them know it's not time when the, when all things have, all things will be consummated whenever the blood of the martyrs is filled up, you know, whenever those who, uh, whenever the number is filled up of those who have to suffer and die for my name and cause, I mean, that's when there's your win right there. We want an exact date. And, um, as I read, God actually, God's calendar is, is, the days are crossed off with the blood of the martyrs. Mm. Um, and that's, yeah. that's like, whew, wow, yeah. that's heavy for us. So he's not waiting <laughs> for, we have to pause on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not waiting for an exact date as he right. is, as he is watching the number of those who love him being, having to suffer and be, and finally mm. when that's filled up, that's his time to step forth. So, um, but he is watching and he knows. And that's the point. That's what we're seeing here in verse eight. He's keeping track. He knows exactly. So the enemies will turn back 
And then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. And this, I know that God is for me. You had already talked about that. There's our answer. God right. is for me. Right. That's where he's going to put his trust. Right. I love that. Yeah. In God, whose word I praise. Mm -hmm. Again, repeating that same line that was in verse four, that we yes. said was the center of that chiasm. Yes, it uh, is the same. And then it repeats in the Lord, whose word I praise. There's our use of the word. So Lord. there's the Yahweh. Yep. Um, in God, I trust. I shall not be afraid. Mm -hmm. What can man do to me? So this is very much the same. Goes right with verse three and four. Boy, it does. Big, and, um, big, big. Because yeah. it says up here, what can flesh do to me? What can mm -hmm. man do to me? Yeah. So it's just slightly. Yeah, it would weird. be hard to miss that. So verses 8 through 11, then you can hopefully see how that goes with 3 and 4. Mm -hmm. And he's given us, like we've, like you just said in the in verse 10 and 11, he's given us the exact same words even to make sure we don't miss yes. the tie-in. Uh, so uh, in the middle, we have these enemies that are oppressing and um, doing all these horrible things. But. It's surrounded by mm -hmm. this remembering that God is just, truly just, and, and for me. Yes. and I can trust Him. Yes, and that's the and answer really to when I'm afraid. Do anything to me, right? That He's not aware of and already taken care of. Right. Which yeah. I really love that picture because we do get in this place where that's all we can see, but we're surrounded by mm -hmm. this. The Touch word the telling God. us, mm -hmm. God is for you. You don't have to be afraid. Trust me. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. Man can't do anything to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. That's awesome. Um, and so, so then we get to move into 12 and 13, which like we said before, is really our, like our answer back to mm -hmm. verses one and two. One and two, he feels very trampled and very put upon all day long. They're just constantly attacking me. But verses 12 and 13, he is, and here we have our question, because of Hebrew, this mm -hmm. can actually be interpreted as something still to happen, but that he has so much assurance about that he feels like it's as good can, as done. He can talk about, right. yeah, he can talk about making thank offerings because it's basically done. Right. I, uh, I kind of like that, mm -hmm. but I know that it, it also could be that it's, it's already possible happened. that it's already and done. that he's writing this later mm -hmm. and saying, I'm right. thank God. Could be. So that being the case, I mean, I looked through a lot of um, different translations and I couldn't find one that didn't have uh, him With the him talking in past tense, like it's already right. taken place. But the way the Hebrew is interpreted, it doesn't have to have already taken place. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Like you're saying, if you think about him being so assured in his yes. love and knowledge of God and understanding of God that he just trusts now. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally okay. I mean, God knows what he's doing. I'm totally okay. Sometimes you just have this. those moments that you know that God's taking care of it already. And you can go ahead and just be thanking him and praising him mm -hmm. yeah. because you know, it's done. Yeah. Already yeah. performing vows. You can already perform your thank, give your thank offerings, perform your vows. Verse 12, because you are so assured of God's perfect, um, that he's always going to answer, that he's never going to leave you hanging. Yes. Um, and that's a, that is a wonderful assurance to have. And here, I guess in verse 13, I also see where it says, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I mean, 
Oh, I this think. could also be on a spiritual level, no matter what happens yes. in on this earth. Oh, yes. That he has delivered his soul from death. That's right. Yes. Feet from falling. I mean, ultimately, that has to be how Jesus is praising. Right. Exactly. That's how Jesus would be using this psalm. Because he yeah. will die here on earth, but he never stumbled. God never let him go. God right. never made him fall, uh, fail. Um, and so, yes, I mean. Uh, uh, and he himself was the ultimate thank offering. Uh, yes, right. Done. He himself was <laughs> the ultimate thank offering. All the offerings are caught up in Jesus. Yes. Um, and so that I may walk before God in the light of life. And you had already contrasted this, I think. You said this while ago, mm -hmm. or if, unless I you just I said did. it to me, but okay. Yeah, that trampling in Maybe. verse one and two, yeah. the way he uses trample there, which is a type of stomping around walking, then the opposite of that, or the yeah difference being that, oh, that's the way his enemies, his enemies trample him. But the way, what he's yes. going to do is walk before God yes. in the light of in life. Of so life. there's the. Which um, kind of. Also, we can look at Isaiah 2, 5. Oh, house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Psalm 89, 15 says, blessed are the people who know the festal shout, mm -hmm. who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face. Mm -hmm. So there is this idea of, you know, walking in his presence, I yes. think is what it's really talking about. Yeah. So I love that. Mm, me too. Beautiful. Well, I think this has been a great little walk through this psalm and just being able to hear how even in our feeling like there's this relentless thing against us sometimes god is never far away he's always there with us he's mm -hmm. always building us up that is the one of the beautiful things or the beautiful yes. thing and that, the that ultimate example of that this. is what we see in jesus ultimately that always. he had to I mean, people were plotting to kill him yes Every yes. moment, following him around, asking him questions, mm -hmm. trampling on him. Yes. Uh, but he trusted God. Yeah. To and, deliver and him. God delivers him mm -hmm. perfectly. Yeah. Well, we learn from that. We take it with us. Um, so eat that up and uh, enjoy that for the next few days. We are really glad that you joined us again. Thank you for listening to us in Psalm 56. The very next one we're going to be in is 57. So take a look at that. Um, and then we'll... <laughs> finally jump out of the 50s and move a little further down the list. Okay. Uh, but we are really glad that you're joining us. You can share it with a friend. And thank you for any all the time you give us. We hope you have a great few days. God bless.